Hello and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I am your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR. And I'm not going to tell you where I am all over on social media except for youtube.com backward slash Eric Tenkar, E-R-I-K-T-E-N-K-A-R. I'll discuss the social media stuff later. It's going to reflect part of this episode, too, to some extent. Um... So, we have a follow-up to the episode on disease in AD&D 1E. And it's uh, Tim Stone. And he makes some valid points, but he makes it, but he's bringing up Warhammer 1E and 2E. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address that. So, we're gonna, so I'm going to step away and uh, I'll give you all Tim Stone. Hey, Eric. Tim Stone listen to your podcast uh, today about disease and first edition AD&D, Advanced Dungeons & Dragons. I uh, I don't know. I kind of maybe disagree with you. I, I'm not sure about G- Gary's presentation of disease. I'm, I am not in front of my DMG to, to comment in detail, but it is a central tenet of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, certainly first and second edition. Disease uh, whether it was uh, environmental or corruption from the god of disease, one of the four of the evil or chaos pantheon, Nurgle. Um, yeah, central tenet. In fact, you know, used it quite a bit uh, on player characters uh, coming into town that was uh, that was beset by by a uh, Nurglish rot. So yeah, and. And Nurgle's rock can result in Nurglings springing forth from the pustules of the of the rot itself. Um, these demonic little, uh, call them rodents or or whatever, that sort of burst out of the out of the wounds caused by this uh, by that disease. So um, yeah, used quite a bit in Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and uh, I don't know if I would use it the way Gary described it in the DMG, but. It's a it's an excellent part of play for uh, for some games, particularly dark and gritty or grim and dark games. Uh, always enjoy the podcast. Look forward to hearing. Look, look forward to listening to more. Take care. Well, the audio quality might be different from the uh, previous segment because my good mic wasn't plugged in, so I guess we were just using the uh, Mac. But Tim, you make a very valid point. And yet, you I think you actually reinforced mine. You're talking about Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, 1st Edition and 2nd Edition. And both are great. I own, I mean, the longest non-D&D campaign that I ran, significant amount of time, was, uh, I actually, they probably about the same, well, they both lasted about a summer. Uh, RuneQuest 2, Pavis and Big Rubble, ran it as a big sandbox. And Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 1st Edition, uh, running the uh, Death and the Reich and the other adventures in that, in that series. And the setting is amazing. And yes, disease is a huge part of the setting, but that's just it. It's part of the setting. It's part of the default, right? Gary's not saying that. Gary's not giving you anything but these charts and some great descriptions. It, it's not part of the, the flavor. It 
could be. I'm sure you could uh, do an OSR campaign where disease takes a, a major part of the flavor has a major impact in the campaign, but not the way Gary presented it in the DMG. Gary presented it in the DMG as just another, I'm sorry, but another fuck you to the players. Another way, there's a lot of stuff in the DMG that is meant to take uh, players who have gathered too much, gotten too powerful, or player characters, that have gathered too much loot, gathered too much magic, uh, too much items, ways to remove stuff, or ways to remind them that the uh, the DM is God. He is the Almighty, the Creator, and the Manager, and the Referee, and all the above. And I, I think a lot of it is is hamfisted. It, it really isn't very. Um, it, it, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't a gentle reminder. Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay was written with a default setting with, with corruption and chaos. And yeah, I think disease is a huge part of it. By the way, my, my campaign went really well into our spellcasting uh, PC who used to carry flaming oils across his chest like a bandolier, uh, a bandit, like a Mexican bandit you see in the old movies, right? And all the ammo going across. That was his his uh, flask of oil, and yeah, he failed a, a fireball spell, and it, he was ground zero. Took out himself and I think uh, all but two party members, and that was the end of that campaign. Well, he can't top that, so it is what it is. Uh, next, we have somebody I'm going to have to call unknown because I don't believe I, I heard a name in the voicemail. I'm sorry. I would love to give credit. But to follow up on... Uh, Gamers Health on this past Friday where Rich and I talked about social media. So, stepping away so a noon can, uh, can, can take the mic. Hey, Eric, just listen to your uh, podcast on is social media harmful on Gamers Health. Uh, there's a, a professor of law at the University of Tennessee, Glenn Harlan Reynolds, that I follow quite closely. A um, couple of things. He's done a couple of interesting interviews, I think, on Reason um, about uh, how harmful social media is. Uh, he's also written a book called uh, The Social Media Upheaval. Uh, talks a little bit about that. Um, available on Amazon. Uh, I don't know if you guys, if you want to share this with your larger audience, but yeah, it's it's an interesting thing that. He likes to say whenever this kind of stuff comes up, he's been blogging for uh, 12 years or something, really long time. And uh, he, he likes – it does come up where he says somebody should write a book about that. And, of course, he always links uh, to to his uh, Amazon book. Um, of course, now uh, Netflix is getting a lot of attention with their show, uh, The Social Dilemma, uh, and its uh, impacts uh, on uh, a younger population. It's uh, it's an interesting question, and you can see it, and that's why I haven't logged into Facebook in three years. I should just delete my account. I don't use it. Even my family <laughs> tags me. Don't care. Uh, uh, my Twitter feed is essentially a bit bucket for my beer check-ins from Untapped. That's about the only social media I use is Untapped, and that's just about beer. Uh, I wish there was a 
dedicated role-playing social media app. Oh, maybe that's an idea. (laughs) All right. Listen, take care. Always great listening to your podcast. I'm actually tempted to uh, find that book on Amazon because this, this is to some extent, the last four years, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not meaning to be political, uh, but probably since uh, maybe the last five years, since since late 2015, social media has been a uh, been a bitch if you haven't really uh, learned to manage it properly. A lot of a lot of angry noise from uh, the peanut gallery on all sides. And then it calmed down. And then it got ramped up again. And uh, I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of, uh, I like to say movers and shakers, but uh, a lot of uh, creators, certainly, within the OSR, a lot of people that have or had a, a presence on social media have either, uh, in one case, put everybody on unfollow. So you've probably got to name the individual directly, you know, with a hashtag or an at, to, to so they'll go, oh, somebody mentioned me. Otherwise, they're not going to be reading shit. Or people that are closing their Facebook, their Twitter, and and going to what they consider to be, to be more neutral grounds, like, like Mimi. I'm not saying... Parlor. The whole thing with Parlor is going on right now. To be honest with you, I couldn't give a fuck. I joined Parlor. Hey, new social media place. Hey, it's growing. Uh, it is a hundred percent politics in my feed. Nobody's discussing gaming. Me, we, me, we. There's a lot of discussion of gaming and uh, discussion of gaming. And I, I think that you know, I, there's a lot of useful stuff that you can use social media for. Um, and I think. That if you use it as a way to get your real-world news, you're doing yourself and your family and your community a disservice. Um, but that's also part of the 24-hour-7 news cycle, right? Because Well, if I can't get my... Because the news channels, right, have turned to be uh, more opinion places than news, right? So now you gotta go to you got to go to your 24-7 social media to get your, your news fix. And I, I don't think that that's what we really need. Um, like I said, uh, when it comes to social media, I am I am on Facebook, Eric Tenkar, E-R-I-K-T-E-N-K-A-R. I am probably going to stop reading anything that shows up on my main feed. I'm probably just going to stick to the groups that I'm in. Uh, groups on Facebook seem to be a bit less drama-filled, a little bit less real-world uh, shit-stirring and more focused on the hobbies that I appreciate, mostly gaming, and I choose things that are based upon gaming. Uh, Tankar's Tavern has a presence on Facebook. Um, now, with Facebook, there's something that just started up the uh, past week or so, maybe less. Apparently, you can't show a picture of a gun. You can't mention gun, G-U-N, or... Uh, AR-15 or M-16. So that means, I guess, you can't discuss historical battles. Uh, you can't discuss crime, real-life crime, right? I wonder if that applies to news media. 
There, somebody got shot. Oh, you can't mention that because we got to, you know, purge that from Facebook. So I know uh, people have certain, and I've seen this recently, there's been a huge movement toward MeWe. Now somebody's going to go, well, why MeWe over Facebook? If you stick out, if you stay out of the main part of Facebook, right? If you stay out of your main feed, aren't the communities better than the main feed? I'm like, absolutely, 100%. And the communities are active. But it's always good to have an alternative, right? It's, it's never good to invest all of your resources, all of your money into one stock. How sure are you going to do? It's going to do well, right? Diversification is what we always tell people that are investing. Well, you know what? Social media is an investment. It's an investment of your time. It's an investment of your emotions. It's an investment of your goodwill. So I would suggest that you diversify where you are. And um, I don't think that MeWe is perfect. I, it, it certainly isn't as as lively as Facebook could be, and its app is not as useful as Facebook's app. But I am in a number of communities. So the official Swords and Wizardry community over on MeWe is one that I am the owner administrator of. Uh, Ten Cars Tavern has a presence on MeWe. Nowhere near as exciting and uh, not, not the ground-shaking place, I guess, that the Facebook community is, but I think it has that potential. Especially with a lot of the movement, people are, are splitting. They're, they're, you know, Facebook is a bit more controlling. I don't think that really matters to us in the gaming industry or the gaming hobby, right? Until it does. And I think there are people that are assuming at some point it will. So right now, Mimi seems to be the alternative. Coke and Pepsi? No. It's like Coke and... If we got Coke, and maybe we got C&C Cola. All right? Mimi is C&C Cola. Oh, shit. Oh, what? <laughs> I had to do a... Uh, my God, like 30 years ago, my, my mother got me uh, put in a panel. Uh, did a taste test, a blind taste test for between Coke and Pepsi. And, we're getting, and I didn't know it was Coke and Pepsi, but he had to say, you know, oh, what do you think this is? What? I was like, CNC Cola. Like, oh, that's not a choice. I'm like, that's just the only stuff we have at my house because it was cheap. <laughs> All right. My, my, my mother didn't buy Coke or Pepsi. It was CNC Cola. I'm, I'm lucky she wasn't into diet. It would have been Shasta. Oh, geez, or R RC Cola. That's the other choice from back then. But diversification. So uh, here's an interesting fact. The largest Dungeons & Dragons group on MeWe is uh, owned by my uh, twice-a-month live-stream partner, Joe the Lawyer. He's the one who formed it. We have, I say we, I'm an admin, as is Tim Shorts. Um, we have over 5,100 members in that community that community is fucking active i am going to in the show notes to this episode i'm going to leave uh links to the meme groups in question and and the facebook group for the tavern so you all can find it um i i think to a large extent that especially in the world of covid you know you're 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 blocked off from a lot of your socialization aspects and we're, we are social animals right we we need to socialize. It's just part of our DNA. Um, and I think social media can can be that, and it can do a lot. But I think you got to 
trim it and you got to focus it. Unfocused social media. Uh, it's the devil's tool or some shit like that, you know? Uh, I think groups on Facebook and the communities on MeWe are a really good way to uh, focus it. I, tw Twitter, uh, Twitter is a shit. I, know, I didn't mention Twitter, right? Twitter is a shit house, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, it's it, it's a way for people who have That's like cool. it's a cesspool. It's for people who have like ADD, like Gareth Sharka, get to go there and they get to type out their 184 characters or whatever the hell it is, and not work on Kickstarters that are now eight years late, right? No, that's don't. that's what it's fucking for. It's not it's it's not for real fucking discussion, but you can have real discussion in communities on on Facebook and real communities on maybe. And here's the thing about communities on these groups on these services, right? They're generally moderated, okay? They generally have rules, so people are not ex are expected to have some decorum. Whereas in the general, I'm just posting on my wall. You, you can basically pull out your dick and piss on everybody and go, ha, ha, I'm just like, fuck you all. And then everybody goes, fuck you back. And then it is, it, it is a disgusting, disgusting way. So uh, I, I don't want people on Facebook who have me as a friend going, well, why, why does Ken Carr not like, follow my post? Because I'm probably going to do uh, what somebody else did and start unfollowing a lot. I'll still... I'll still be sharing on my wall. I don't do politics. I think you've noticed that, right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to see my, you know, got a new post up, got a new you know, live stream up, a new video up, got a podcast episode up. You'll see it there. You'll see it in the groups. There's a, there are groups that I'm a member of. But uh, Tank Cars Tavern, either on Facebook or on maybe are probably the best ways to follow what's going on uh, with the different aspects of the tavern. Whether it's again the podcast, the live streams, the videos, uh, the blog, so yeah, it is the world we live in. I don't think you can avoid social media, but you got to make it work for you. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be at its mercy. Make it work for you. Control it. All right. When it when it when it's a wild stallion, all you're gonna do is get fucking trampled. All you're gonna do is get fucking trampled. All right. All right, folks. On that note, um, we're in the midst of the world of COVID. I know, evil word. Shouldn't say it. You know, Facebook could ban me for that shit. I guess, right? You know, or YouTube would say, "Oh my God, you mentioned that c word, and we're not going to monetize you." I'm not monetized anyway. Um, but we're in the midst of the world of COVID. Please take the precautions. Use your common sense to keep yourself, your loved ones, your family, your friends healthy and safe. If you like what you hear on this podcast, and I hope you do, um, please leave voicemails. Voicemails are the life's blood. It tells me it gives me tells me that I'm doing something right, and I'm hitting the right notes when you all call the show. So you can either call the show using the Anchor app, and somebody like Joe the lawyer will call and leave seven messages, or you can call using the Google number. And it's a free call, at least within the States. And you can leave a message of up to two minutes. After that, to cut you off, you have to call back. 347-509-5168. 347-509-5168 is the Google number. 
Um, as for our presence on YouTube, I really do appreciate the live, the live streams have been fucking hopping. You've been hearing them on a podcast. All right. We get some, and now Joe and I are discussing that maybe we'll invite some of our listeners to join the podcast live. You get to hear some people that you're not expecting to hear. And then, then we'll kick their ass to the curb after we get to uh, hear what they want to say. But we'll, we're working on that. Okay. Um, that's probably going to be, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe February we'll experiment with that. Maybe a total con. Um, YouTube.com backward slash Eric Tenkar, E R I K T E N K A R. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, an easy way to do it is to go to YouTube and subscribe to uh, our channel on YouTube. The more subscribers that we have, the more people that comment and like the live streams and or the uh, podcast. The podcast is shared on YouTube. This audio goes up on YouTube, usually within a couple of hours after going up on Anchor. And some people prefer listening on YouTube. So you can do that too. But by liking the, uh, the YouTube episodes, by participating, by commenting, by subscribing, uh, you get more people listening to this podcast. Just another medium, though, YouTube. And, and more people is, uh, how do we say it? More better. Folks, knocking on wood, be safe, be well. God bless you all. Roll your dice and roll them well. And uh, God willing, I will talk with you all tomorrow. All right, folks. Laters.